All right, welcome everybody to our call tonight. Uh, we are at May 15th. Depending on where you're at in the country, we got heat, we got cold. I know over here in the Midwest we have uh, possible freezing temperatures tonight. You gotta love the Midwest in the spring. And I've seen on newsfeed here that a lot of people in California have 100 degrees plus. So some crazy, crazy temperatures going around the country. So hopefully you guys are out enjoying it where it's warm and trying to stay warm where it's cold. Um, just a few announcements um, before we kind of open it up to our topic tonight, which is open Q&A, open mic night. We do these every once in a while. But I just wanted to remind everybody that we are halfway through the month. Um, just, you know, some, one of the philosophies I've always went by is I've always treated the months as half months, meaning I've always attempted. And this is just a tip for you guys who want to make Success Club. Um, I know some people struggle with that, but a lot of people, and I think you guys will probably agree, they don't try really hard hitting it to the last week. They kind of let the month come to them, which is a no-no. And then when they realize the month isn't coming to them, they hit it really hard the last week, and some people miss it by a point or two. It's not the way to do it, guys. Treat the month like a half month. Treat, you know, treat the 15th as if it was the 30th or 31st of the month, which means you bust your ass to get as many contacts in, make as many connections with people, get those challenge packs um, you know, in their hands. So you have the rest of the month to work on people for you know, the next month. And then let's say you don't hit it by the 15th. You have the rest of that month to still make up that point or two. It's, uh, it's totally changed the way that I look at Success Club. Here we are on the 15th, and I'm already sitting at eight points um, because I've always treated the first half of the month as a half month and with urgency. Try that next month, guys, and it will be a huge, huge help for you. Um, so that's just something to think about. Uh, P90X3 Challenge Pack for $180. That one is as popular, if not more, than the P25 Pack last month. Uh, just about, actually, every one of mine have been P90X3 Challenge Packs. And then I got several points in my wife's business center, too. She's had a couple um, of the Turbo Fire for $140. People, you guys don't realize how, how good of a deal that is. Just make sure you're, you're using some of the great um, Instagram photos out there or Beachbody photos from the TBB411 page. There's all kinds of, of materials to use out there so you guys don't have to reinvent the wheel. Um, so that's something that you guys can do. Uh, we've got the T25 and, I'm sorry, the P90X3 and the Turbo Fire Challenge Packs for sale this month. Um, other than that, gang, you know, unless you guys are going to Summit, uh, hopefully most of you are making that commitment. If you are still on the fence about Summit, uh, there's still plenty of time. It's not for several weeks away. Lots of people on Facebook selling their tickets. I just saw somebody on one of the pages selling their ticket for 150 bucks. So there's lots of tickets out there if you're still looking for early bird pricing. We're getting in the time frame right now where if you're thinking about going to Summit, now is the time you're going to see a lot of people who can't go for whatever reason selling their tickets. So keep an eye open. I encourage you guys to um, consider it. It'd be a great investment business for those that you know are pretty new or don't know. Summit for me changed a lot of things a few years back. My very first coach summit. It's our yearly conference in Vegas. It really helped change my perspective and, and belief in Beachbody. I really understood what this company was about. That's really where how do I want to say this. I let Beachbody in. Um, I let it inside. I let it really. Um, you know, consume the the part of me that was scared to be all in, and it was really where things took off for me. So Beachbody Coach Summit, a few weeks away. you got uh, the rest of this month still to qualify. If you were a previous 10-point earner last month, you got the rest of this month to get that 10 points as well. 
and you get your invitation to the studs and sequins party on Thursday night. Um, Two-star diamond on Friday night, the celebration on Saturday night, and we all go home on Sunday. So with that, I can't think of any other major announcements. Jason, is there anything that you think I missed as far as any announcements? No, I only caught the last uh, piece of it, but I know that the deadline's coming up for summit. It sounds like that's what you're talking about, and yeah, that's where people's minds should be uh, focused on right now is getting there. And I, I love Eric where, Eric where he says in um, GoPro, you know, the secret to long-term success in this business is just keep showing up to the different um, events. Every time you go to an event, your income is double of the people that, you know, uh, missed the last event on average. And, you know, people wonder why our income is so high because we've been doing this for the last three, four, five, six years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Jason just reminded me of one thing more to talk about at Summit. Just about everybody on this call, I would say 99% of you, and there's quite a few callers on tonight, are from our Fit Union team, okay? For those of you that do not know, we have our team meeting Thursday morning from 10 until 2. Um, this is our team meeting that's going to take place on Thursday morning, the 19th from 10 to 2, on every one of the major team pages, whether it's the Fitness Army, the Union, Team Sparty, Team Lightning Strike, uh, Team Diesel, all of you guys' team pages, we posted about our team meeting in the link right now, the Eventbrite link, to go ahead and register. It's a $10 fee, which helps us cover the, the cost for renting the room, um, but please get registered for that. If you have not done that yet and you're going to Summit or you know some of your teammates are going to Summit, please make sure you rent that. We went to a lot of trouble to get a great space for us to rent that. We're going to have some great speakers. They're always be, you know, we're always being graced by um, some of the corporate brass. Last year we had Carl Deichler. Um, we had Tony Horton, Sagi. You know, we always have some great trainers in there as well. So you do not want to miss that. It's an awesome opportunity to get up close with not only your own team, some of the, the rock stars on our team, but a great opportunity to get up and close with some of the people who, who will be there to speak. So our team meeting Thursday morning on, on Ju uh, June 18th from 10 to 2 in, is it called the, the Hollywood Theater, right, Jason? Say again? The Hollywood Theater, is that the venue for our, our team meeting? Yeah, you know, it's one of the big theaters where they have magic shows and some of the um, speakers and stuff. So it's really great that we got that room. It's going to be one of the largest team meetings on there. But in doing that, you know, it was several six, $7,000 to rent it. So we have to make sure that everybody shows up so, uh, you know, a couple of leaders aren't stuck with a big bill. Absolutely. Guys, please get registered if you haven't done that yet. It's only 10 bucks. Take you two minutes. Do it now while you're on the call. Eventbrite.com. I think we had roughly $1,000 um, covered or about 400 people covered, so we, get, we need to keep going with that, guys. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else to, to majorly announce what Jason and I were planning to do tonight. Fortunately, we couldn't have our guest speaker tonight. didn't work out for tonight, but we got some great ones coming up. Um, we got usually things planned out a week or so in advance. Um, but we couldn't make it happen tonight. Uh, I had a little problem. So what we're going to do is improvise. We've done these in the past, and they've been really, really popular. I'm already seeing about 10, 10 questions posted on the page, Jason. So we got 
enough material to cover us a little bit here just from the page, but as I always like to do, I like to give the first opportunity to those who want to ask questions live. Um, so for, you, for those of you that maybe posted your question on the page, I'm going to unmute all the lines. And hopefully you're brave enough to ask us. If we don't bite, just go ahead and ask away. What's your name um, so we don't duplicate repeating the questions from the page? And let's go ahead. Open mic night means you guys can ask Jason and I anything you want in regards to our Team Beachbody business. Maybe and, some that. Yeah, before you do that, I just want to say uh, I did get a hold of kind of a little celebrity guest speaker, so we'll use that for a surprise if they can uh, call in here. But, you know, just kind of a little five-minute intro about them and their business. So we got an extra surprise today, so don't get disconnected just because you hear it's Q&A. It's great to learn and hear from our mystery guest. Surprise to me, guys. I have no idea. So... <laughs> With that being said, I'm going to unmute all the lines, and hopefully you guys start us off good. So here we go. All right. I'm looking at the page, and I am seeing everybody unmuted. Hey, Jeff. It's Mel. Mel, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing good. Hey, I have a question, um, and I talked a little bit with my upline today. My left leg is my boyfriend, and... I kind of take care of making sure I have a home direct every month so that he stays active. And I had to kind of space our, space my home direct active and his home direct so that was in different paychecks for me. And today I got noticed that he might go inactive and that might affect my emerald. But he's going to, like, I'm going to have his home direct by the 23rd. So I, I'm kind of a little bit confused about the bonus cycle things. If someone can explain that to me a little bit in further detail. Yeah, I'll give you the quick dirty. Jason's obviously to this is a pretty this is a pretty simple one. So if I'm understanding you correctly, you've got home direct in both yours and your boyfriend's businesses, right? Right. And then you get it. You got a notification, or his name as of this morning, the new first day of the pay week, started flashing red, or it's red as inactive. Right. Because okay. I changed. Because I tried to like space it out for like I have mine, and then I have his just to work with my own paycheck. Yep. So when you changed it, did you change it? Just a couple days, or did you change it far enough out where this week he? Um, I changed it. I changed it about 10 days. Okay, so it's not going to happen this week, correct? No, it's going to happen on the 23rd. Okay, so the short of the answer is if he doesn't have any customers in his business center, meaning you haven't put you know, um, probably going to go inactive, which is which which takes us into or diamond call about having a good healthy balance of customers um, in both of your husband and wife, husband spouse's business centers. You should be distributing it. I bet you you probably have most of the customer purchases through yours and your boyfriend. Yeah. Is just, and your yeah. boyfriend is just simply a, a coach to keep you emerald where he's only got his own order, right? right? Okay, right. so yeah. do you have any orders coming up in the next seven days before Wednesday night that you are going to be placing? Well, I could. I mean, I could change it again. 
Well, I'm not even talking about his. I'm talking about customers you're working with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have, oh, yeah. So unless Jason disagrees and you don't want to have to change his date and you do want to have the space out, which I think is a smart thing to do, I would take one of the people that you're going to be working with, one of the challenge pack sales you're going to be selling in the next seven days, or maybe just one individual Shakeology order you're going to be selling in the next seven days, and place it through your boyfriend's business center. Because remember, customer purchases keep you active. It doesn't just need to be your own purchases. Yeah. So I would put an order through your okay. one of your customers' orders, you know, and, and if and I get the point that maybe you're trying to make Success Club in yours, so sometimes it sucks to put Success Club points in another person's business center, but you don't have to make it Success Club points, you know. If you have somebody that just wants yeah, to buy I the just, program. I just kind of figured that it was within the same month. If I changed the ship date, I would be okay. Like, I didn't realize that it was, like, outside of the qualification period. Yeah, you, you have a 35-day window to have 50 or more PV. And if, it, what you're basically telling me is it's going to be more than 35 days. It's going to be about 42 days before his right. order is placed. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he will fall inactive. Jason, am I missing anything, or would you do anything different? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, because you've delayed the Shakeology, you're going to have a week or two there where you go inactive. So, yeah, like Jeff said, if you have an extra customer who wants to get a T25 without the challenge pack, this is a good time to give that uh, order away to your husband's account. Of course, you'll okay. miss suspicion, but you keep your husband staying active. So that's a good idea. Yeah, and you won't. Right. And now you won't. You won't lose any challenge pack. I mean, th what Jason said is exactly what I was getting at. Like, if you have an, a program that doesn't want the challenge pack, they just want to buy an individual program. That's enough PV to keep them active for the next thirty days, thirty-five days. Yeah. And you can. Put I mean, I'm like I'm spending like seventy bucks a month for him anyhow, and I just like push the date back just to align with my paycheck for my other job. Yeah, and and putting an order. Frustrating. Well, it, it's 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 think about it though. It's 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 really how the system is is. I mean, it's not a surprise. You have 35 days to stay active. So I mean, putting an order through him is yeah. not going to make you any money. All it's going to do. I mean, you guys both have the same incomes coming into the house. It's just you're getting it right. from his his instead of yours. Yeah, I just moved it. I just moved it back a couple of days, thinking it would be okay. But now I'm looking at going like him going inactive because I pushed it back a couple of days. Yeah. Even though it's the same month, so I well, don't know what I need to do to prevent that. Like, if I if I need, like, I've got two people that are probably going to sign up as coaches, so if I can get them to sign up under him, but he's Emerald, and I'm working it, whatever. Well, there's I see two other options here. Is if you just call back and readjust Shakeology so that you won't fall inactive, that's an option, and you don't have to give away any orders. And if you're about right. to sign up two new you just put one of those coaches on the same side of him, you'll maintain your rank if you're just shooting for Emerald. Okay. Does that help you, Mel? Yes, yes. I'll make it work. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Wait, you bet. Good way to start it out. Who else is uh, wanting to talk live and ask the questions so we don't have to read them all? Uh, hey, Jeff. Pete here. Uh, quick one. Um I, how, how's your automatic CEO coming for you? How is it coming for me? <laughs> um, six oh, yeah. of my eight points, Pete, came from automatic CEO. So I would tell you I've got eight points this month. I had another one show up today. 
Um, I was Jason and I were just talking about this what a couple of days ago, Jason. Um, the the automatic CEO tool has been wonderful for me in the sense that I have reconnected with a lot of my customers who I've had for years um, through their email campaigns, and I'm getting orders placed strictly from these autoresponder email campaigns. So, um, Pete, I'm loving it a lot. Yeah, I'm trying to integrate my blog with this, so I'm getting a lot of traffic that way. I, um, I'm not. I'm not having any complaints with it. Uh, the the nicest thing I like about it, tool, uh, unlike our email system and a lot of other companies' email systems, not showing up in their spam folder for the most part because they're spacing out. These a lot of feedback. So I got to keep an eye on here and who's the noisy people. Okay. Does that answer your question, Pete? Uh, yeah. Well, whatever I was able to hear from the static. <laughs> well, what I was saying is, is the the way that the automatic CEO also spaces out the emails, it gives us um, the better opportunity for our stuff not to show up in people's spam folders. So, you know, when you hit the email campaign and you put all your people in a campaign and and it sends them out over the next thirty days, several emails. They're not all being sent at the same time. They're going in batches, which is the number one way to avoid falling in the spam folder. So I'm having a lot higher response of my messages being read. Uh, okay. Do you know how to adjust the settings in Google and Gmail? Because um, the first time I tried it out, um, I did a test run on my own email, and I discovered it, it ended up in my Gmail spam junk folder. Like, and I'm like, why did that happen? I have a Gmail account and a Yahoo purposely created under my own as a customer just to test that, and both of mine fell in the inbox, Pete. I'm not exactly sure why yours did that. Okay. I'll, I'll ask Doug. Try it again. You know, try it again. I don't know if you've done the one touch or any, did you do a one touch email or did you do one of the campaigns? Uh, I, I did one of the campaigns where I entered my name and email phone number and I opted in. Hmm. I, I'm looking at my iPhone right now, which is where I see a lot of my messages come in from the automatic CEO, and I've got five or six people just by looking at it right now that have Yahoo, Gmail, or Hotmail addresses. Mm. So right. Either these people are pulling them out of their spam folders, which I doubt, but I, my guess is they're going to the inbox. Yeah, I mean, no tool is going to be perfect, but for the price of this one, like the results we've seen, just get eight points this month, I've got eight points this month, all of that has come from automatic CEO. I mean, the majority of that is reconnecting with their old clients, you know, so if you don't have, you know, a ton of existing clients, your Beachbody might not be that effective, but what this gives you is a one-stop place to put all your contacts in just be really consistent with learning all their details, typing that in the notes section, and being really consistent with your follow-up. And, you know, any one thing that I wasn't good at was follow-up and really seeing that improvement too. So. Absolutely. Uh, do you guys remember if Doug mentioned that there's a way to design your own landing pages, like customize one for yourself? Yeah, why, well, why would you want to? What are you trying to accomplish? And I can tell you the best way to do it. I didn't hear you real good. You cut out there, sorry. Oh yeah, sorry. yeah. No, I, no, I'm only saying because, like, you know, you might, you know, like, like, let's say I have a specific target market, you know, I want to reach out to. 
Oh, like yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple different ways. You can use their tool to modify one of their landing pages, and I would say do that, you know, modify one of theirs because they've kind of got the formats all set up and just put the text or whatever else you want, you know, maybe leave up the video if that fits your market. And the other way is if you have any existing other page, say a WordPress or an existing website, you can create your own forms from automatic yeah, video yeah, and just paste that. that form data onto your own website, and then it makes it like a landing page any place you want, but the data will go back to Automatic CEO. Oh, thanks, Jason. Yeah, there, there is quite a bit of, and not a lot of us see that, Pete, because we're, you know, so so busy just using the existing tools that are there, but Jason's right. There is tools in there to redesign or re, you know, I, I want to say change a little bit of the text on some of these landing pages, but like Jason said, you can actually a WordPress page. Cool. Thanks, guys. And and don't forget, Pete, too, you need help with any of that. I've actually used them twice now for some things. You can call their their 800 hotline, and their agents are wonderful. I've talked to them a couple of times now, and they've answered all my questions, showed me a couple of things that I didn't even think about when I was talking to them. They have tech support that's pretty good. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah no, because I'm, I'm using my WordPress. I want to see if I can, like, make, like, a landing page targeting my fellow Rangers fans and transitioning that into getting fixed. I'm sure they yeah, could help. Yeah, if you need a right, if, and if you need more help with it, just kind of like uh, personally Facebook me and remind me that you want to do that, and I'll kind of lead you in the right direction. Or like Justice, call them. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, because uh, I think Jason, you're at your friend's limit on Facebook. I think I tried finding you one time, and you're at your limit, I think. Right. Well, this goes to everybody on the team, too. Like, if you just send me a, a Facebook friend request, I'm not going to respond to it unless I personally, like, know your name by heart, um, which right. with 25,000 people on the team, it's, you know, it's hard to figure out who the top 5,000 workers are. But if you send me a personal Facebook message and say, hey, Jason, this is John from the call, then, then I'll, you know, and, I'm, and you're part of our team, I'll definitely add you at that. And you can also tag... Jason on on any of the team pages too, Pete. Okay, awesome. Sure, and the like page or coaching codes page. I mean, there's any number of channels there. Yep. Yeah, you can contact Jason through the coaching codes page, Pete. That's probably the easiest. All right, excellent. All right, two up. More questions, guys. Come on, gang. We got a lot of people on. I know you guys got questions. Uh, this is Erin. I am new as a coach and new to Beachbody. Um, my question is actually one of the ones I didn't post it, but I have the same question um, that's on the web page about um, making your follow-up contact without being too salesy and um, getting people all motivated and be like, but oh, there's a price involved. So okay, how are you? So your question mainly getting over price objections or how to connect with people in the follow-up? Um, I think the price objection one, really. I'm going to take this one first, Jason, just because this one is, is – I, I think I've got great um, ways to overcome that, Aaron. It was Aaron, right? It is, yeah. All right. Well, welcome, Aaron, to the team, um, um, first off. So Shakeology is going to be the number one price objection you get, right? Um, yep. because people are always afraid of spending 
any amount of money. It's not the fact that it's 129 for a customer for a bag. If it was 69 or 79, they would have the same objection to Aaron. They're always going to object to something that they don't know or they're afraid is not going to work. Um, people have the ability to spend the money on that, but they, you know, probably would have a better opportunity to 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 try it first. So I, I hear a lot of people object to 129.99 for a bag, and I always have the option for them to purchase a seven-day week pack from me, Aaron. Okay, I one of my investments in my business is I buy a box of samples every single month, sometimes two, depending on how fast they're going, to to sell to people in seven-day packs. I don't give single packs away anymore. I don't even really sell single packs. I mean, I will on occasion, but I use them for the people who are objecting to trying a bag. And they hear me say, hey, totally understand it. I'm not here to... to um, justify to them why they can't afford it. That's not my job. It's not your job. All I'm, all I want to do is provide them a solution. So I say, hey, you know, totally get it. What about trying a week's worth of it for thirty-five dollars? When they okay, go- that's actually what my coach recommended. So that's my next shipment that's coming. Actually, is the yeah, when individual- they when they go from one twenty-nine to thirty-five, or maybe forty, if you got to send it in the mail, and you got to pay shipping. When they go from one twenty-nine to thirty-five or forty. Um, I think I can count on one hand over the last five years or four years how many times I've heard no to that answer. They, they okay. try it for a week. They're going to come back to you and say, oh, my God, I, I felt great, because you're doing two things for them. Number one, you are getting them to try it for more than a day. People that try Shakeology for a day are going to feel good that day, but it's not really like a basis for them. When they try it for a full week, the idea of them going on it for a full month is not scary to them at all anymore. Okay. So that is number one. The second thing, and Tommy Migrant came on the call and talked about this probably two years ago. I don't know if you remember, Jason, or not. But we had Tommy Migrant on the call. And, Aaron, being new, you may or may not know who Tommy Migrant is. He's one of the top coaches in the Very inspirational when it comes to, um, you know, from a, from a public speaking perspective. But he talked about how when people get given objections to – you know, whether it be Shakeology or this will work for a program or I don't have time, which you're going to hear a lot. Um, he always says, he starts off by saying, well, I don't know about that. All I know is. So write that down. You're going to start, okay. but you're, going to, you're going to say to them, I don't know about that, but all I know is. And the all I know is is followed up by your, your experience, your passion, your story. So if somebody says to you, man, Shakeology is expensive. You're going to say, well, I don't know about that. All I know is Shakeology has totally changed my nutrition. It's a shortcut to nutrition. I've been doing Shakeology for three years, and I have not been sick one day. Um, I don't buy all the vitamins anymore that I used to, so that helps bring down the cost. You're going to follow up that statement. I don't know, but all I know is with your experience. And that helps a lot of people understand that you're not necessarily willing to feed in, because if you feed into their objection, and you're basically justifying it, Aaron. And, right. Okay. and our job isn't to justify. Our job is to provide another solution. So those are my two ways. See if Jason's got anything to add. Well, what I was going to suggest is maybe do a little um, scenario about it. So it's like, you know, what are you saying to that person or what are they saying back to you to object? And then I could let you know how I would handle it. If Jeff answered your question, though, that's fine. We could move on. Uh, no, Jeff definitely answered it. And what my coach is teaching me is 
um, we're just talking about everything that's packed inside a serving of Shakeology and, you know, what it would cost personal like, like personal testimony is one, or if they say they can't afford it, then, well, do you have a credit card? You got a payment plan that way or something, something yeah. like that. No, the, other thing, Aaron, the, the other thing, Aaron, too, is that most people are spending $4 a day on their their fast food, even if they're trying to eat healthy, they're spending seven to eight bucks at Subway, right? Or at yeah, at Chipotle getting one of their burritos. You know, they're gonna spend seven to eight bucks even trying to eat healthy. So I'm gonna give you a and I I've used this one several times. Some of you've heard this before, but I have a um a neighbor of mine lives a couple of houses over and the individual had the price objection to Shakeology. He really wanted to try it but he, he couldn't afford it. And he truly he couldn't for what he was doing. But we got talking about, I said, you know, Isaiah, let's talk about what you're doing on a daily basis, see how we can maybe make this work for a month. And the guy was working two jobs, okay, to make ends meet. He was um, doing bouncing at night at a bar. And the guy was overweight, and he needed, obviously, some energy. He was doing anywhere from four to five monster drinks a day, Aaron, okay? Oh, my God. Four to five monster drinks a day. I'm not saying this is going to be everyone's customer, but your my four to five monsters for my customer maybe yours Starbucks habit or you know whatever. But we got talking about it, and I told I said, Isaiah, I'm I'm more concerned about your heart flying out of your chest. But do you realize you're spending somewhere around twenty to twenty five dollars a day on monsters? He said, Could you try to shake to do a shakeology before you you know have to do that second job? Maybe that's where you could get the energy boost. And maybe buy one monster. He ended up saving over 125 bucks every single month, strictly from buying Shakeology and not buying so many monsters. So okay, that's the way to have them analyze. Well, walk me through a day. What are you purchasing during the day or the week, and try to eliminate that one small purchase that adds up by the end of the month too. So that's a great suggestion. Yeah, and you're going to get a lot of people who do like to stop at. Big Beach Coffee or Starbucks Coffee or their wherever, and they pick up something. Yeah. Right. You kind of say it's like, yeah, I understand it's expensive, but when you look at, you'll be replacing your breakfast. When you work it into your food budget, I think you'll find that uh, right. you can buy. Yep. So, Aaron, does that does that help you a lot? Oh, tremendously. Thank you. Was there a secondary question there, or was that primarily it? Um, well, the other one was more like how do you market it without um, being like a thorn in everybody's side? Because I feel like I'm already a month into it, and I kind of feel like people are annoyed with it already. Yeah, so well, how do you balance that? I know like the ratio. Can I say like, something? Yeah. yeah, whoever wants to say something, Mel. go ahead. It's Mel. A couple of days ago, um, Jeff said, because I was like, I need help. I need help to figure out how to present this opportunity to people. And he said, it's about what you feel. It's what you believe. So I just posted what I believe myself this opportunity gave to me. And I did it, and I ran with it, and it took off. Like, I have so many people messaging me about this opportunity so you just have to, it has to come from the heart. You can't expect a video to put it together for you. Like, you just have to do it. The very first few days I posted, I had, an like, 
a lot of interest, a lot of people, private messages asking me about it. And then when it came time, I was following up, and then week three, and everything comes up, and it's just like I'm not getting as many well, hits as I can. Right, like, and there will be slow times. It's okay. Like, this is, like, you can just go at your own pace. Like, it's, there will be slow times. It's all right. You know, yeah, it doesn't have to happen. It, you know, slow and steady wins the race. Like, it doesn't have to happen immediately. But, and that's one thing I've learned. But, like, I just realized if I share what I'm doing and it's going to work, then, you know, a lot changed for me this week. I mean, a lot. I mean, I got more on to sign up for a coach calls. In the whole time I've been in it for the last like twelve months, so and and said for that. And Aaron, I'm just going to close this question out um, before Jason brings our surprise guest speaker on by saying that remember that when when you are talking, um, you know, about Shakeology to people, you always want to be interested in more in them than versus being interesting. So what that yeah. basically That's means cool. is. I've always tried to basically just talk about a journey. Um, I'm not like, you know, come come by Shakeology, here's my link. I've always tried to basically show what it's done for me. Um, I, I love to show little recipes on Facebook or, or whatever rather than anything that would basically come across as I'm to them. So because nobody wants that. People want to be inspired versus being sold. So right. really what Mel said is, 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 is kind of what I had – we had talked about in the past and you know it's not necessarily about selling to people it's more about just showing the journey and and letting them come ask questions not feeling like you have to sell or you have to get a bag that day just you know consistency over over a passion that you have and sharing it every day okay uh, and i just wanted to chime in real quick if i may for a moment jeff um like, yeah, so to answer your question, like, um, what I've learned with people for, and as love, you know, I live in New York City where, like, a lot of people are very skeptical and are quick to just shut me down, but what I've learned with a lot of these people are is that I'm telling them something that deep down the side, like, they know it's good for them, so even if you get an initial reaction, like, oh, leave me the hell alone, but that, it's like, like, don't be offended by that reaction, because the message was still received, and so, so even well, I'm not going to use the foul language, but even if they tell you to whatever, I mean, they're still internalizing what you're saying. And sometimes what I found is a week later, like um, like some it, some guy that maybe cursed me out a week ago, like comes back and was like, hey, you know what, I was thinking about it, and send me some more information about it. It's what I found is, so what I'm trying to say is that your message is well received, even if they don't show it right away. You understand what I'm saying? Yep, okay. Thank you, everybody. Awesome, awesome. I'm going to turn it over to Jason for one quick second. We we will come back with more Q&A, guys, but Jason, I'm going to turn it over to you. Let me mute the lines first. Conference muted. How are you, buddy? Okay, well, hopefully our guest speaker is on and she can uh, unmute her line. Oop, I gave it away. It's a female. Um, yeah, so, you know, just because we kind of had an open mic today, um, I thought it would be good to bring on this speaker who gives us kind of a, a different perspective She's, uh, you know, part of the whole Turbo organization and, uh, you know, one of the best uh, area directors. So you've got individual um, people who get certified in the Turbo programs, and then you've got trainers trainers, 
And then you've got, like, area directors who kind of manage all the trainers. And she is the, the area director for the turbo products out in Hawaii. And uh, when I was out there, um, I actually got certified in hip-hop hustle, so I'm a hustler. And, um, you know, she's been around the company a lot. She's a five-star diamond. She's getting some great fitness results right now. I think she's competed in uh, bikini competitions. So uh just like to have introduce uh, Blasey Jacoby, and uh, maybe she can give some words about what's going on with her, what her journey looks like. And maybe today's a hot topic is, is you know, how you're selling Shakeology. So if you want to add to that, too, that'd be great. Hey, Jason, can you hear me okay? We can. Awesome. Well, first off, Jeff and Jason, you guys rock, and I didn't even know I was going to jump on to speak. <laughs> I just was texting Jason literally, and when he said he's on a team call, if I wanted to hop on, to me that meant opportunity. And every time I have an opportunity to jump on and just be a sponge and learn, I, I go for it. So I have already learned so much just in the journey in Beachbody since we started and watching them as leaders. You guys, I mean, I know that you know these guys are awesome, but truly, they inspire me and empower me. But really, I learn from you guys so much, and I, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I love that we get to call this our family. And I look forward to Summit and just continuing to learn from you guys. And as far as my journey, Jason, it's so funny because <laughs> you're a hip-hop hustler, and that's exactly how I, I met you in class. I didn't know who Jason was. I'm like, who's this guy? trying to learn my, my moves, but he was awesome, and it really is about just doing things that, that scare you, things that challenge you, trying new things to be a better person, and that's how my journey started with Beachbody, and this was about four years ago, and I'm just really blessed to know Shalene, and that's how I started my relationship with her about five or six years ago, presenting, like Jason was saying, and that was my passion. I loved, loved teaching Turbo Kick. It was my soulmate workout, and the opportunity came to learn about Beachbody. I didn't know what Beachbody was. All I knew was that, you know, this is a real deal. It was a chance for me to make things happen in my life, and when I say make things happen, I, four years ago, you know, you've heard stories about just struggling and financially and I'm a mom I have three beautiful boys and my husband living in Hawaii it's expensive and we're both school teachers and struggling you know just the in debt thing I just was so over it and just working 24 7 and I loved what I did at the time as a school teacher but I I felt my heart saying I, I, I wanted to do something different and I didn't know how to do it. I loved health and fitness. I didn't know how to make this my income. So I took a chance, and luckily my, my husband's really supportive. He said, okay, I'll give you a year. You know, try to work Beachbody and see what happens. So I took a leap. Of, I take this leap of faith, and at the time, there weren't any challenge packs. There wasn't any Shakeology. There wasn't really anything like we have today, and we're so fortunate to have things like trainings and coach basics and all this stuff. But when I started, we were kind of like deers in headlights. We didn't know how to make this grow. And just learning and just finding mentors and plugging in and just being consistent and relentless. 
because my why, the reason that I needed to work this hard was we couldn't be in debt anymore. We, we didn't want to have to, you know, give up our house. And just everything came crumbling down. I just felt like it's make it or break it. And someone was sharing, you know, when you, when you share from the heart and, and when you really live your passion and this is something that you completely believe 110% this is changing your life and you can help people with this opportunity, I ran with it and I failed miserably. I, I, I did my best. I was sharing, 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 and I just fell flat on my face. I got rejections left and right, and I could have easily said, this is so not for me. I, I can't do it. I'm just going to settle and just go back to teaching. It's the safer thing to do. You know, we can't take chances. But it, it was a lot of it was my ego, too. A lot of it was me taking a step back and just letting it go and knowing that it's not about me at the end of the day. It really is about just adding value. And it really is about just being the best person you can be so that you can give to others. So attracting people that are just like you, that get you. But in order to grow my business, I had to be okay with people not getting it. I had to be okay with being bold, but at the same time, uh, letting the naysayers and the Debbie, Doubter, Debbie Downers and, and, and all of that just kind of get out of my way. I didn't want any distractions. I just think focus. So today, you know, I, I think my team, it's just the success really came inside and out for me. And I, I love my team with, with all my heart. I think it's just like a family. It's just like the people, my tribe, you know, people that, are just like you, that get you, they know what you stand for because you have conviction, because you're, you're committed, you, you are uh, relentlessly moving forward, who's going to join you? It's that kind of a mindset. So even when I do go out and share and there's objections and things like that, it really, I know what my job is. I know that I'm supposed to give them the information that can change their life. I mean, what they do with that, that's on them. I know I'm going to plant seeds. I know I'm going to continue to nurture and grow genuine, real relationships. And it does, it does multiply. It's, it's crazy. Like people maybe a year ago that might have been the person saying no or might have been the, you know, the customer that just decided not to do it anymore or the coach that maybe it wasn't working at the time and became inactive or whatever the circumstances were, I stayed consistent. Because I'm in this for the long haul. I'm, I'm going to do this as long as I live because it's my passion. It's what I love. It's my purpose. So the question for you guys is, you, if you can fill in the blank, I know I'm living my purpose when I, what would that be for you? So thinking about when you jump out of bed, what gives you those butterflies? That, that's what I, I, I really love about what I do. It's not even a job. Um, I know you guys are talking about psychology and some questions about, you know, sharing and objections like it might be too expensive or things like that. What I'm doing right now with my team, I, I'm really, like, digging levels deep, and I'm really trying to reach not just to my personally sponsored coaches, but really reach down to any coach on my team that, that needs that guidance, that wants to build the business. Those coach basics, they rock right now. It's just, 
really plugging in and, and giving it 110%. And we started with last month our Coach Basics, we had coaches that I would say 99%, well, all of them hit Success Club, but 99% became Emerald. That was in their first 30 days. And then the second month, it was just a continuation and duplicating and helping their coaches, you know, learn and grow. Um, I, I don't know. I just, I just really think that if you're sharing from your heart, that's contagious. And if, like Jeff was saying, if, if it's about them and it's not about you, just asking questions and genuinely being interested about them, that's building relationships. And when it, when you have that kind of a relationship, when you get to their level and understand where they're at and be okay with them saying, you know what, I'm not ready, um, just being okay with that. I think in time you continue to show them that, you know what, this is the real deal. I'm here for you. It's going to multiply and, and it's going to grow. Um, I know I tend to talk a lot. My husband says, you talk too much, but I think that's like the Puerto Rican in me. But I just wanted to jump on and tell you guys you're awesome. Just stay consistent. And I just went to Shalene's Smart Success um, not too long ago, and she said something. Well, she said a lot of things. She's just amazing, an amazing mentor. But I love something that she said. You can't be great at something unless you stick with something. So in a nutshell, it's perseverance. In a nutshell, that's every single day doing something for your business. You're the CEO of your business. And at the same time, with balance, honoring your priorities, honoring your family, making time for them, making time for you to be a product of the product and be healthy and fit so that you can give to others what, what you have for yourself. So those are some of the things that have really pushed me forward and building a tribe. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like finding that rock star that you connect with and it just runs with you and, and they're, they become, you know, amazing, extraordinary because now they're doing the same thing for the people in their life. No greater reward than seeing that happen, and that's what I love about my team, and you guys are doing the same thing. That's what this whole organization is about. So keep doing your thing. Keep rocking forward. So, Jason, I don't know if that was okay. <laughs> oh, no, that's so great. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always amazed by the, the folks that are doing well in this business, and, you know, she's being modest. You know, she's probably started doing really good. I think most everybody on this call would be happy to have her team and her tribe as she mentions it. But I'm always amazed at that, you know, like whatever people were doing before they came to Beachbody, I, I always go back to Hudgens who was a paramedic and, um, you know, all kinds of people that were successful with all different careers. And then you get them into this and they get excited about it. They get excited about learning other people and building their group. And, you know, they all become great orators and speakers. My, my gosh, I'm an engineer and used to be afraid to talk in front of, um, you know, one girl, <laughs> let alone a whole team. And, <laughs> It's just neat to see how the whole team, uh, the whole, all the leaders have really developed into great speakers. And, yeah, you're a great example of that. Uh, if you'd like, you know, maybe stay on the line while we answer some more calls, and we'd love to get your input and feedback as well. Sure. Somehow I find it hard to believe, Jason, you had a hard time talking to girls. <laughs> I do. <did. laughs> okay, guys, we're going to go ahead and open up the uh, – the lines for, for myself, Blasey, and the shy guy here. So 
Let me uh, let me unmute the lines again and see if that spurs some questions before we go to the page. And Blasey, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jeff. Jason, I sent you a friend request in case I know you checked or not. So. Awesome. Thanks, Pete. Okay, guys, fire away the questions. You got some more. We were we were rocking and rolling there. Let's keep going. Hey, this is Jamie. How are you guys? Hi, Jamie. How are you? Good. So I have a question. I'm also a fellow teacher. Uh, I've been teaching for eight years, and uh, my passion is helping people and making and building relationships. That's what I do. Um, I'm really torn right now because I'm a teacher, I'm an accountant, I'm a tutor, I'm a beach body coach. Um, I have many, many jobs, and it's exhausting. Um, I love being a coach, and that's what I want to do. That's what I want to spend the rest of my life doing. I want to make my rules. I want to help people in my way. And now we're at the struggle. Do I take that chance and give up what I've been going to school for for years and years and, and taking a chance of doing the beach body thing full time? So my question is, when you gave up teaching, taking all the time that you had, dedicating it to that one thing, is that what was able to make the difference for you to make it work full time? not just putting in the hours that you're able to scrounge up here and there. I'm guessing that's a question for Lazi, right? Yeah. What was your name again? My name's Jamie. Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Uh, that's Hello. a great question. Luckily, you know, my husband, he's, a full, he's still a full-time teacher. That's his passion, too. And when I took the year off, I had just had my second child, so it kind of made sense, you know, okay, let's take some time off. I I know for me, if I still had to work full time, this was definitely my plan B. I think just the bigger picture and a lot of my coaches that have full-time jobs, I tell them, don't quit your job, you know, continue working this, this is the plan B, and it really – honestly doesn't take a lot of time to build this plan B until they have enough financially to say, okay, I can leave this other position. Because you never want to be in, in that in that boat where, oh, my gosh, you know, this isn't working either way. I shouldn't have quit my job. I keep your job. But as far as working your plan B, you have a lot on your plate. It's just really mastering that schedule and having that power hour and when I was working it right now, I just commit to my schedule. And it's easy when no one's hovering over your back saying, okay, your break's over, get back to work. There's no one really do that. You just know I've got to focus and this is what I'm good at. I'm good at picking up the phone. I'm good at communicating. I'm good at building relationships. That's what I focus on. And that's what really got me to hit the ground running. It's just getting over my own fear and looking at my list of resources and making that commitment. My husband gave me a year to build this. I better reconnect and connect with everybody I know and just plant as many seeds as I can daily. So I did that relentlessly. And so the first year I really didn't have enough of the knowledge or the tools. It was more of like a, a going back to school kind of year for me, just learning about how to build this business. But once I got rolling, the most important, I think, task that I would do daily is just pick up the phone. So you, with your plate full, make, look at your power hour and just spend it connecting and, and uh, I guess, just reconnecting with people and getting to know where they're at, not 
so much connecting and saying, hey, I've got a challenge, but more like connecting and saying, hey, it's been a while. How's your family? And I think the phone for me is just, it's, it works wonders when you get to hear someone as opposed to only Facebook messaging. I do both, but at the end of the day, I, I talk to everyone that's on my team. I've, I've connected with them some way, shape, or form. So for you, it's a lot of uh, take a step back and see, is that possible, you know, for you right now? Um, but working a plan B, you can do that and still have everything else going on in your life. I know you're teaching right now. So it's, it's just balancing, you know, and just seeing what, how much time you can dedicate to learning and connecting and building and at the same time working your full-time job. Right. I mean, it's going very well, and that's why I asked the question because I have, I mean, I get done teaching from pretty much from 5 o'clock until, you know, sometimes midnight or later, talking with customers, mm-hmm. building relationships. It's going, I have more, more business with Beachbody than I actually have time in a day to handle. So that's my question is, you know, do I take that chance and have the ability then to call all and talk to all 100 people that are on my list that I'm supposed to call tomorrow? But I have to teach from you know, 6.30 till 5 o'clock where I cannot pick up the phone at all and speak to anybody. Right, That's right. That's a time. That's a lot of people I can't connect with. So um, I'm like, mm-hmm. if I can do as good as I am doing now on a part-time level, hell, what the mm-hmm. heck can I do full-time, you know? So um, I just want to know if that time will really make that big of a difference if I, you know, take that chance. So um, it's kind of where I'm stuck now. <laughs> It, well, I, I know it, actually, it's it, for me, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. Well, it's like n- none of us can tell you if it's the right thing for you to do to right. quit your job and go right. on. But, you know, if you've got hundreds of contacts daily that um, are interested mm-hmm. in programs, it does sound like you should maybe, you know, put some more resources towards it. And at the beginning of your call, you said, you know, you had three or four jobs, and it sounds right. like – with that much context, maybe you can cut back on one of those other things that you're doing or, you know, tell your, talk to your boss and supervisor, say, hey, you know, I'd, I'd love to get away where, um, you know, somebody could pick up a couple of my classes. And, and I don't know how that works, but, you know, if you do talk to your boss and tell them that, you know, that's an option, maybe there's a day that they can bring a sub, you know, I don't know, where you could, you know, eventually try to make less time teaching and more time coaching. Um, I totally agree with Blasey that the best way to do it is not to put yourself into financial hardship. You know, wait till your income is enough where you can afford it and then let go of the other thing full-time. But I've also seen coaches that have dove in and, you know, they had enough activity going on. And and I think Blasey had some pressure because her husband gave her a year, so she had to make it work in a year. So sometimes that extra pressure will do it for you. But the one thing I always go back to is if you focus on what you want to be, and instead of what you want to do, the doing is always obvious. If you focus on who you want to become, the doing or what you should do will be obvious. Um, ultimately, if you're making a million dollars and you're not doing the thing that you should be doing, you're going to be miserable anyway. So make sure your, your expenses are paid, but then, yeah, take some chances and, and do what you want to become. Cool. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Great, great question. Great feedback. What else we have, guys? Who else is on the line with some questions, comments, um, anything? Go for it. Well, this is Erin again, um, unless somebody else wants to chime in. Oh, go ahead, Erin. People were quiet. Okay. 
So do you feel like people um, to be that inspiration or to get people to listen to what your story is, that you have to have had some kind of major body transformation or that you have to be like in this most optimal shape of your life? Okay, so Aaron, that that one's a personal question that, that I ask, answer a lot because I get the question, do you have to have a transformation story to be a successful coach? Um, and that's like part of what I heard you say. That's not going to be my total answer, but that's part of what I heard you say, and absolutely not. I know Jason and Blasey will agree with me. Um, you do not need to have some type of major transformation um, to be a very successful Beachbody coach because, the, frankly, a lot of people who are very successful as Beachbody coaches may have already been fit um, when they became Beachbody coaches or even started using Beachbody programs. We have fitness trainers. You know, Blasey was does training. I mean, people come from all walks and can be very successful. Now, are people's successes sometimes related to the transformation? Yes, but that's not the only way. The, the real key to this, Aaron, is the positivity that you exude and the attraction that you um, put out there for people to want to follow you because they just want um, maybe what you want, what you are in life. They want that positivity. They want to be able to associate with somebody um, that they that they would love to be. Um, maybe you're that inspiration for them where even though you you haven't had a major transformation, you're already fit, they haven't. So by exuding that positivity and exuding the idea of working out every day and loving it and finding a soulmate workout or whatever, that's what that person wants. So what I'm really getting at is showing people that um, you're somebody that they would want to associate with versus somebody who is just trying to sell them a program and may disappear after. I know for me, when I'm connecting with individuals, whether it be belly-to-belly belly at the gym, because I go to the gym a lot, I go there every single day because it's a great place to meet people, or whether it's with every single post I put on Facebook or every private message that I respond to, whether it's my personally sponsor coaches, my team or not, I'm always trying to just find out more about them. I'm not always trying to have an ulterior you know, motive for my responses. Um, it's part of the reason why I sometimes like to unwind and get away from just the Beachbody coaching and connect with people and other things I have passions for in life, whether it be my Disney passion, my Michigan State passion, whatever. I connect in other groups and just want to get to know people because it always leads to conversations down the road, whether they add me as a friend or they don't add me as a friend. And just on the page, it always turns into conversations of what do you do for a living or if they do add me as a friend, they start to see my stuff on my Facebook page, and now they're asking questions. So just getting to know somebody and getting into their lives is the most positive thing you can do because whether you have a transformation story or not, Aaron, it's just about attracting people, and it's just about um, not having ulterior motive, just connecting with people and seeing where that leads. Do every, does every connection that I have lead to them becoming a coach or customer? No. The the idea that maybe my positivity may just have them go get a gym membership and not even be part of Beachbody, while that may you know not help my business, I'm very proud to know that I've helped somebody start a journey. And maybe somewhere down the road, they're going to they're gonna contact me more about being a coach again. So I hope that helps. I don't know if, if, if Blasey or Jason have anything to add to that, but that's just like my two cents on it. Thanks. I'm going to take it they're good with my answer, too. Buzzy, did your fitness results help your business? Is it necessary? 
It's exactly what Jeff said because at the end of the day, it's the purpose is to connect and the stories. That's that's really what I'm out to to learn from people, just who they are. And like Jeff, you're you're into Disney and other things. I think this is what led me to competing and that whole bikini thing. And now I'm training to be a, a bigger competitor because that's now something else I'm passionate with. And that's like a whole nother world that I'm able to connect with. And for me as a basketball mom, you know, this is something else that I'm able to connect with other people and, and share uh, things that with similar interests. So for me, it's just really getting out there. And I love meeting people because people, that's what this is. It's just creating that kind of intimacy and getting at a deeper level where you really hear their heart. And when you get to that level and you build relationships like that, that's where the, that's where the magic happens. It's not in whether, you know, I not, now i got a six-pack. It's not even that. It's about, it's about people because it's a people-driven business. It's not product-driven. Yeah, I mean, my, my answer is real simple, too. It's like um, everybody, no matter who you are, you always inspire somebody. You know, and if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe you're appealing to more people than, than you know, somebody who's who's not super fit. But you are you're always an inspiration to somebody. And I noticed today when I was watching uh, an emotional video, it said something about watch this and you will cry. And I kind of came into the video late. I didn't see what it was all about, but I did start to get a little emotional. I'm like, why is that? Why am I getting emotional? I don't even know what the story is. I don't even know why the story is is sad. I did emulate the emotion of the girl in there. She started crying, and she was so sweet and sad the way she was crying. Like, I got emotional. So I think what Blasey and Jeff are saying is, like, if you show up as excited about this business, then you're going to connect to other people that want to be excited about this business. And I think that and connecting with people is more important than having the six-pack abs or the flat belly. Mm-hmm. There was a quote that Shalene said when I was at that Smart Success. Um, she said, boldly be you to turn enough people off so the people that are looking for someone just like you can find you. In other words, just do you. Just think about what, you, what excites you. What are you passionate about? And go out there and be that person. And who cares if people like you or don't like you? It's not about that. The people that are looking for you, they're going to be able to find you uh, just through the person that you become as a result of owning it and being and walking with conviction and, and your beliefs, you know, your beliefs in who you are and where you're going and your mission, and that's what's going to drive your business. Just be you and lead with your heart. Awesome. All right. Great question, Aaron. Is there any any other questions, gang? Or Aaron, do you have a do you have a second one, or are we anything else, guys? I'm good. Awesome. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and grab a couple of. The... We didn't get to. Yeah. What was that? I said, did you have any questions online that we hadn't gotten to? Yet? Yep, yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a couple of the questions that I have online here, guys. Um, hold on here. Let me pull this page back up. Yes. Hey, good night, guys. Night, Pete. 
Okay. Hey, Jason and Jeff, i got to take off and take my kids to basketball. <laughs> but sure, no problem. Thank you so much for, and for just, all, just your open arms, and I always learn so much from you guys, and I appreciate all you do, and you guys really are blessed to have them as your mentors and leaders. They're, they're rock stars in my eyes. So have a great rest of your night, guys. I'll see you at Summit. See you, Blasey. Thank you. See you in, uh, in okay. Vegas. Yes. Thanks awesome. so much for coming and contributing. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. Okay, so Mandy asks the question, um, how would you approach someone who is spamming your private groups with invites to challenges? So, Mandy, I'm not sure if you're out there or not. I guess I need to know a little bit more about that, about that topic. Are you out there, Mandy? Okay, she might not be there. Well, I've, I've confronted this a, a little bit or heard about this problem later. If you're there, go ahead and chime in, Mandy. Um, but I think what you're saying is if you're developing groups, you know, either interest groups like Peter was saying about New York or, um, you know, Jeff would maybe has a Disney group and then some other coach comes in there and tr- is kind of trying to steal people away, um, you know, how would you deal with it? And if it's a coach on my team, you know, and I want them to grow, I might talk to him and say, hey, we appreciate your presence here, and I'm more than happy for you to get kind of some of the the contacts out of here too. But, you know, we can't make this a place where everybody's advertising and then nobody will get any results. You're welcome to develop relationships with people, and then if that turns into um, something where you can get some people, then, you know, maybe private message them. But you don't kind of want to just fill up the group with spam. I, I like the rule out of one out of ten messages should only be about Conference about muted. Body, and everything else should be, um, you know, about about the topic at hand. So Jeff would talk about Disney for nine nine posts, and then one post could be about Beachbody. And then if it's somebody who, you know, isn't part of your team that's coming in there trying to steal coaches and prospects, then I would end, you know, I'd first maybe talk to him and say, hey, that's not the point of this group, and then I would just ban them or uh, take them out of that group because, you know, that's not the context from it. And the Beachbody message boards are a good example of this. Maybe not everybody's been on those, but, um, you know, they get police that you can't sit there and, and advertise your challenge groups. It's more just about connecting with people and helping people. And if you use that as an example, I think you can manage any of your groups okay. Absolutely. I'm going to leave that one alone because Jason gave a good answer. Um, Michelle wants to know about success stories out there for people with Shakeology and chronic diseases. Is there is there some of that out there? So, Michelle, I'm not sure if you saw I'll, I'll tell you, you know, from a Shakeology perspective, there are some incredible YouTube videos about, you know, Shakeology with diabetes and so many different ailments out there that kind of talks about relationship with that. So I would first off, you know, look at the YouTube channel for Shakeology. Um, they have their own channel with some incredible doctor interaction videos, um, strictly about certain things that, that I'm not, I don't know if there's anything specific. I would tell you that um, Rachel put a comment in there about, you know, she's got great success with it. She's got Crohn's disease. I have the sister disease to that called ulcerative colitis. And I know for me, just like Rachel, you know, Shakeology has, has immensely helped me um, calm that calm that down. You know, I haven't had to have any, any surgeries like I used to have. I've had six of them before Shakeology, and, 
and while most of it was cured from my 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 surgeries, um, Shakeology has really helped me be able to retain a ton of of um, vitamins and minerals that somebody with ulcerative colitis loses a lot of. And I know Rachel knows exactly what I'm talking about. So that's a, that's a for instance. But another great source too is the FAQ.Shakeology.com page. If you a lot of people don't know about this page. There's so many coaches that didn't know that there was a FAQ.Shakeology page out there, and there are literally thousands of answers about Shakeology itself, about how it's made, about a specific ingredient, and what I was getting to was um, ailments and how it relates to diabetes or, or Crohn's or, or, or whatever. There are so many questions that have, been, that have been asked in there by coaches and customers like us, and they have been answered by Beachbody Corporate or the Shakeology team in regards to that. So don't ever forget for all of you, if you've got your pens and pencils out, you know, bookmark that page in your list of bookmarks on your phone or your, your computer, faq.shakeology.com. Um, that should help you out. Anything I'm missing on that one, Jason? Yeah, I mean, the only thing, I, the easy answer to that is anytime this comes up, uh, I would just uh, Google search, you know, that particular ailment or disease and, you know, sh you know Shakeology and I, I can bet there's going to be stories out there. We have to be careful. You know, we can't ever say that Shakeology is going to cure anything. But if you talk about, you know, adding good nutrition, it's going to help any problem. And it, it's really easy to find a story related to that just by uh, using Google. Yep, yep. And Jason brings up a good point because, you know, I have a lot of people who, who will message me, and I'm sure Jason does too, and a lot of you do too, about how Shakeology helped them with this and that. And while I always say it's awesome and it's wonderful and I reply to them, I also downplay the fact that it's a cure-all or it's going to cure anything because Shakeology isn't magic, guys. Um, Shakeology is just, it's, it's the proper nutrition for the body. And Shakeology puts it all together to where when you're doing it every single day, um, when you're doing something like Shakeology every single day, when you're getting the, the digestive enzymes, the amino acids, the probiotics, the you know, 70 vitamins and minerals from 20-plus superfoods, it's, it's more or less of your body doing what it's supposed to do and take care of itself. So your body is a wonderful healing tool when it has the fuel and, and is given the full capacity it needs, and Shakeology is just a tool in that. So I always kind of encourage my coaches to not ever say, like Jason said, it's going to cure anything, but more or less show people that, this is what happens when your body is being taken care of, and, and, and Shakeology is a tool to help you take care of your body. So that would be my best answer for that. Um, Dora wants to know, what is the best way to extend the opportunity invitation to coaches, to coaching, to those who don't use Beachbody products, who aren't interested in buying or using the programs? Um, Dora, that's going to be tough. Whenever you encounter somebody who is in, you know, either against home-based programs or maybe somebody who is in, well, the way I take that question is somebody that's not into fitness or the um, supplements themselves. Dora, are you out there? Okay. So um, she's not out there. I, I, I guess I'm not getting why people are posting it, not on the call. But hopefully she'll listen to the recording. So, Jason, give your answer for that, and I'll give my answer for the way I take it. 
Okay, yeah, awesome. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but no, no, yeah, go ahead. If you're, if you're saying that they're not particularly interested in, in um, fitness yet or, or health yet, you know, um, I, then you really want to talk about the business aspect. So there's two ways to get a coach, I feel. One is somebody that's excited about, you know, the potential to make money, and then somebody else that's already in love with, like, a Beachbody product. Um, and I think the best coaches really come from the people that are in love with the products. But, you know, if somebody's got MLM experience and they want an opportunity to make money, they can do that too. We always recommend that if somebody does come in from a business perspective that we have them trying products because it's hard to sell if, if you don't have any experience with it. But I think really one of the best ways to get the business prospects is um, one of the ACEO lead that, you know, links to uh, Doug Fitzgerald's webinar about all the good good things to do for the business. And I know um, from talk, talking to him that he's been adding some business builders um, because of that webinar. So, you know, there's, there's several tools that are designed to talk about the fitness programs or the nutrition, but there's also several videos and tools that talk about what a great business it is and so if you focus on more of that, you're going to attract more of those type of people. Just though from a numbers perspective, and this is going to change for everybody, but out of 16 lifetime diamonds, I think only about two of those came in for the business, and the other 14, you know, fell in love with the fitness program and just wanted to share it. Awesome. I'm going to leave that one alone, too. That's a great answer. Um, Michelle's got a question here that really spurred a bunch of other people saying, yeah, I'd like to hear about this, Jason. So um, she wants to know how we recruit, okay? How does Jason and Jeff recruit? Do you, you know, when you get a lead from Beachbody, what do you do first? Do you email, call them? What exactly do you say? How often do you follow up with these folks without being pushy? Just trying to learn from the best, she says. Um, I'm going to give my answer, and then, Jason, obviously you can give yours because obviously everyone's got their style. Um, you know, I, I, I pride myself on getting a couple coaches a month and, and several new challengers a month, and a lot of these challengers turn into coaches in time. So, you know, in any given year, I'm adding probably 20 to 40 different coaches um, between my business centers. And I'll tell you that, Michelle, it's evolved and changed quite a bit over the last year. I'm always um, utilizing, obviously, the best methods, whether that be, you know, it might have been Facebook 100% for myself a couple years ago, which is really it was, to nowadays it's a combination of Facebook, Instagram, as well as belly-to-belly. -belly. I'm finding a lot of people these days, almost half, uh, local coaches from people that I meet at the gym or out and about in the community or people that have been referred to me from local connections. So, you know, I've really taken a grasp on that local cold network, meaning people that I'm not going to, you know, people that I don't know, don't have any interaction with, and people that I'm going to meet that day, uh, get a lot of coaches That's and true. customers from that. Somebody going to say that? So that's one area. Instagram has been really good in the sense that I've been able to add a lot of followers from Instagram from my pictures. Um, I found that you get a lot of friend requests from Instagram pictures when you use that location bar at the top of your Instagram pictures rather than letting it tag where you posted that picture from but instead putting your website to Facebook. Um, I get a lot of people who will add me on Facebook from an Instagram post because I hashtag 30 different photo albums that's going to show up in. So that's always been a good way to get new customers from a challenge group perspective um, as well as an occasional coach. 
the the other the other way that I'm recruiting um, occasionally and not not frequently all the time is by doing something that I did tonight. You know, putting out there that I ha- that I'm looking for five to ten people to mentor to be in a business. Um, if you look at my wall right now, I've got a, a a Mr. Mom movie picture about you know being a stay-at-home dad and 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 looking to attract you know more people into the business. I do that uh, a few times a month, which uh, generally always brings me anywhere from five to ten to twenty different people who will inbox me or message me with curiosity about it. Do they all turn into them? No, but if you get two or three people, that's a fruitful post. So those are some of the ways that I'm recruiting. Um, obviously, I also bring in people from some of these passion groups. I talked a little about a little bit earlier. You know, being a big fan of certain things allows you to find those groups on Facebook and connect with people about that passion. But it always crosses boundaries, meaning people are going to add you as friends on Facebook, and now your fitness posts and your love for health is going to show up in their newsfeed, and that's going to turn into contacts over the course of time. So that's kind of the, some of the tips and, I, and how I recruit on a monthly basis. Let's hear what Jason does. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's good stuff. I feel like I'm not doing anything compared to all that. Um, but, yeah, I've always used a shotgun approach. I try a bunch of different things, and whatever works, I do more of it. I think that's kind of what Jeff is saying there. Um, so the things that are working for me right now is reconnecting, obviously, with old customers through ACEO, and then <clears throat> I post well, I'll tell you some. This is a funny example of something that you could do. You post a picture of um, Autumn Calabrese and say something like, "Would you date this chick?" And when you see a picture like that, you have to respond, even if it's just in your head, yes or no. So a lot of people respond to it. And the first comment you make that your link that goes back and talks about the 21 day fix, because if if that's somebody you'd want to date or somebody that you want to look like, say you would date other guys. Um, you might be interested in the 21-day fix. When you put the link there, they, they have to look at the link because they're curious about it, and then they have to make a decision if it's right for them. So that's a good way, like a funneling system, to get them to your landing page to look at the products and see if they want to do it. And then after that, yeah, it's just um, you know connecting with them, figuring out what their needs are. Um, I just had to purchase my vehicle. It was a lease, so I had to you know either let go of it or purchase it. I decided to purchase it. I went to a local dealership. And I just started talking about fitness. I had a P90X shirt on. I, I wear it whenever I go out. And my car is full of samples. Um, so two or three people there had just finished, like, a Biggest Loser competition. When when they saw my income, you know, because you have to verify that with, with a loan, obviously, um, they, were, they were like, what do you do? And then it started all kinds of conversation. Well, before you knew it, like, I had six contacts that just came out of that trans- transaction. And, you know, there's a new coach on our team who – Works until midnight every night. He came home last night after he's excited about going to Emerald. We talked for an hour after he got to work at midnight. And he went to the store today just for the first time in 10 years. He bought 34 pants. And uh, those 34 pants led to like five or six people asking him how he'd lost so much weight, and that's five or six contacts. So I think that's a great way to do it. One of the new ways that I'm going into, and I think this is worthy of a call later on, is through the uh, the website now. Um, I'm really figuring out within WordPress the default ways that you do SEO for pictures and text, and uh, it's really not that hard. Um, So right now if you search for P90X or P90X3 logo gear, my blog post pops up on the first page of Google. 
anything that you post on Google Plus now gets ranked really high. And the way to do it is, is make your blog content have good um, titles and descriptions. So like what is what are people going to be looking for if they're looking for the 21-day fix? It might be something like, um, you know, how to lose weight quickly in two weeks. So if you make your title something about that, the new 21-day fix that can make you lose a great weight and, and quickly, it's going to come up in people's search engines. And it's hard to get ranked for 21-day fix itself because there's a lot of people talking about it. But if you include something special about it, like 21-day fix in pregnancy, then that's going to be an easier thing to rank on and uh, do. So those are all just ways to kind of fill up your funnels, but then once you get to people, you need to talk to them about their why, build that relationship, and then figure out uh, what is the best way for them to come into the company. So just a couple of things I'm working on. Great answer, great answer. And Jason brought up something that I knew he'd bring up, so I didn't. That's helping for me too. Is automatic CEO has really helped me reconnect with people. So great tool, great tool. Um, hopefully that answered that question. Everybody else's questions kind of fed off that. Um, Michael asked, you know, at, at, he's a part of many groups, and he gets a lot of likes of, um, sometimes on his posts um, whether and also on his own page itself. At what point do you message somebody when it comes, you know, to them just liking a post or friend requesting? And, and Michael, that's, you know, I – it's a funny one for me, you know, just because somebody likes a post of mine that I've maybe talked a little bit about health and fitness or beach body doesn't necessarily mean that they are interested in me messaging them. What I usually like to do is see if I'm seeing a pattern. If I see one person who I know is not one of my customers or a beach body coach or whatever, like several of my things or commenting on it, I usually use that as a bigger indication of me contacting them outside and even when I do. It's not even so much about, hey, I saw you liked a bunch of my stuff. Are you interested in becoming a coach or buying a challenge pack? It's just me basically sending them a message saying, hey, I noticed you liked you know, a ton of my health and fitness stuff, and I would just say it's great connecting with other people. You know, I love to, to put those type of people in my inner circle. If you ever have a question or need any help individually, let me know, and that usually will spur a conversation where they may ask me something. So that's how I would answer that. I don't know if, Jason, you feel any differently. Yeah, I like to, you know, if, if people are liking my pictures and I don't know who they are, I always go to their Facebook page, check them out, see if they're a coach. And if it doesn't show up that they're a coach, I would I would just, like, Facebook message them privately, say, hey, thanks for the like. One of the, the tricks that I use, too, is I think I think if they might be a coach or they have some common friends or a coach, I'll ask them, how is your team Beachbody business going? And if they say, hey, it's going great, I'm like, hey, that's awesome. If you ever need help, you know, ask me. If they'd be like, oh, what is a Team Beachbody business? I'm like, oh, well, I just assume since you're into health and fitness, you are already earning money from Team Beachbody. Um, but either way, that question really won't disenfranchise people, and it helps me weed out who I has a coach that they're working with and who doesn't. So that's, that's another good technique. But, yeah, if there's people that are liking your stuff and you don't know them, just reach out by saying, hey, thanks for the like and then develop the conversation from there. But it's not going for the sale right away. It's more about learning about them, building that relationship. And, you know, there'll always be time to talk about that, you know, with the first 10, 15 minutes of a conversation if they're interested in a program or a business opportunity. Absolutely. Um, that kind of answers that question from everybody else. They all just were saying more of the same. Did you want to hear the same thing? Um, Virginia asks, most people always have an excuse to accept the challenge or even be part um, of a challenge group or be a customer. 
excuses for money, no time, no job, scams, children, other kinds of ju- you know juices, shakes they're doing. How can I be persuasive with all the excuses, or have I given up the com- do you give up the conversation and try later? Uh, that's a lot. Uh, Go ahead, Jason. Well, well, you know, like with size seminars, there's a kind of a recruitment program that you go through, and really, you just you want to find out their why, you know. And this is what the five-step process does. You know, the first thing you want to know is like, why were you interested in the group? And they'll be like, well, I got this family reunion coming up, and I don't want to look like a fat slob. So then you you tell them what the group is involved. You tell them the price, and then you just listen to whatever the objection is. And if the objection is, you know, money. You know, you come back, it's like, well, you know, really, is money a problem? It's, you know, if, if your kid was in the hospital, would you find money for that? Um, or you're just trying to be nice and you're not really interested. That's kind of a Danny Johnson technique. Or you go back and say, well, is money really the issue? Because, you know, I know you said you wanted to get involved or in shape for this, this family reunion or this class reunion that's coming up. Was that the truth? Or are you just kind of saying that because you, you want to be nice and you don't really want to do it? So right there, you're getting to the heart of the problem. If you build more value in their why and how your product will accomplish that why, it, it gets them to the, the nitty-gritty of, well, do I really want this thing or am I just saying I like this thing? So always go back to what their reasoning is or what their why is. And as soon as you can take the objection and get that out of the picture, if the objection's money and... Um, you can convince them where there's an extra $200 in their budget to do it. Now there's no objections, and so they say yes. If, if the objection is time, convince them that they can take something else out of their, um, their schedule so that that fits, and then there's no more objection left. So a couple of different ways that I work it. Awesome. That's a great answer. Um, last question, and then we're going to close this call out. This seems to be the last one on there. Um, before becoming a full-time Beachbody coach, what did your typical Beachbody work schedule look like um, while working full-time, juggling a family, hobbies, and other obligations? Uh, how, if anything, has, has this changed when you became a full-time Beachbody coach? Now, I'll tell you, Latoya, the answer to this is that um, when I was working full-time, which obviously is going to end tomorrow, for myself, I'm giving up the day job, even though I've been able to do it a couple years ago. Um, my last day is tomorrow with AT&T. It's kind of an ironic question. Uh, I was putting in, obviously, some major hours at the very start. When Jason came to me and, and I came to him and said, I'm finally ready to become a Beachbody coach, you know, I had a pretty uh, intense job with AT&T. However, I carved out, you know, an hour or two a day where I basically had um, what I would call, like, I'm open for business sign in, in my family. So my family understood that between this time and this time, um, I was working it or Daddy was doing something. And I always try to do it at night so it didn't interfere with family time, Latoya, because Beachbody is about building this for you and your family, so you don't want to alienate them ever. So for me, I'm a late-night owl. That was just what I did, and I just went on a little bit less sleep while I was building it earlier because I knew there was a means to an end. However, you know, when I was working that one to two hours, um, the power hour concept comes into mind, meaning you have to be very constructive with that time, meaning I was going on Facebook and I was reading the news feed with purpose, not just because I wanted to fill it up with crap, but I was looking for, you know, people talking about, you know, looking to get into, into better shape or maybe complaining about being tired and wanted to get in better shape or whatever. I was looking for opportunities to like and comment and reach out to people about what we, were, what I was doing with Beachbody. 
Um, obviously, part of that, too, was responding to some of the people who had already messaged me and, and inboxed me. I was using some of that time. I would also communicate with my customers during that time from Beachbody, which they've given me. You know, I was, I was very constructive. Mindy Wender done a call for us probably last fall. So if you go to our page, teamleadershipcalls.com, teamleadershipcalls.com, or if you're an iTunes fan and go to podcasts and search for Fit Union, you're going to find a call that she did last fall that talked, I want to say it was somewhere in the August time frame. I could be wrong. I don't have the page pulled up. But it was a, it was a great call where she talked about her power hour, and she went through the things that she had to do you know, in a one- to two-hour time frame. And that's all people need to do if you're working full-time to get your business really off the ground. So that would be, you know, my answer to that. What has changed since I became a full-time Beachbody coach? Well, you know, that's, that's, I've kind of been in a full-time mode for the last couple of years. And what's changed is I've spent, and I'm going to simply say it this way, um, I've spent 80% of my time recruiting for challenge groups and new coaches, you know, 19% of the time working with those recruits, whether they're challengers or new coaches, and 1% of the time in management mode. Um, I'm always in the recruiting mode. That's the stage that I have to be in. Have I gotten out of that at periods of time? Yeah, we all do. But you need to keep yourself, you know, you want to be successful when you're full-time, you've got to stay in recruiting mode and out of management mode. So, Jason, I'll let you close this question out. We're going to end the call. I'll leave that one alone. Leave that one alone. <clears throat> I don't think the path that I did is really duplicatable. You know, I threw myself into it. I get hot and cold. Um, what Mindy does and what she recommends is great, and she's really confident that, you know, doing those core activities daily is what it takes to build a great business, and she's duplicated that, you know, 30 times over with all the diamonds on her team. So I really refer you back to that, and Jeff is obviously more current. Congratulations that he's going full-time starting tomorrow. Um with, you know, how he made that transition. But, uh, yeah, for me, like, I'm really single-minded focused, so I'd spend a lot of time doing one thing and put other things off, and I didn't really have a family, so it's not applicable, and it would be really hard for somebody to duplicate the whole path that I've done now. So I, I point you back at two great leaders and Jeff and Mindy for that one. Awesome. Well, guys, this has obviously been a very fruitful call. You know, I, I knew that it would be. We had a lot of questions, and I appreciate you guys all asking, and we still have a lot of people on. So, guys, this recording will be available here in the next day or two. Um, please make sure that you get this out to your teams, and we will talk to everybody next week. Good night, Jason. Good night, thanks. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night.